What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. Welcome. And if you're an OG listener, y'all already know the vibes. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, boy. Hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave or maybe like your one of your top listens, Manifest Daily. Thank you so much for being here, my loves. I appreciate you. And I am so excited for today's episode I feel like I say that all the time but like I'm just genuinely very very excited about this one because it is one that I have been meaning to record for a few months now so finally we are here we're sitting down and we're about to record this one so my loves it's currently Monday April 11th I know wild we know yes time moving quickly I honestly feel like I just do not know what is in the air what is in the water because you guys I feel like I was just sitting down at my desk telling you guys oh my my mom is coming tomorrow and I'm so excited and this that and the other and all of a sudden she's gone like it's literally been a whole week already and it is absolutely insane to me that the time flew by so quickly I was originally supposed to go back with her to Boston to spend some time in Boston but I ended up canceling my flight I just felt really called to stay in Dallas for a little bit longer and actually reschedule my flight and I feel like it was a really good decision overall because I'm most likely going to end up in Boston for my birthday and for Mother's Day. So it'll be nice to be back there to be home for a little bit or in my old home for a little bit and just spending some time with my family and some friends in Boston for my birthday. So, and it's a big one. I feel like, I don't know, 28 is just giving very much adult, adult vibes. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like after you turn 25, the years just kind of like whatever until the next big milestone is 30. And then the next big one I feel after that is like maybe 40 and then then it just goes into like decades like 40 50 60 whatever but I don't know 28 is giving she grown she a baddie like she about to be doing her thing or whatever but I've been doing my thing but 28 is just I guess making it very official and so
so much has changed since my last birthday and my last time, or it was actually my first birthday celebrating in Dallas, but so much has changed since then. So it'll be cool just to be back in Boston to celebrate for a little and to have that experience there. So my loves, like I said, my mom came, we had an amazing week. We did so many fun things. I ended up not vlogging because I kind of wanted to just be in the moment while she was here. We did a lot of really cool things. We went horseback riding. I did make like a mini vlog on TikTok for that one. And that was so much fun. We just like went and explored Dallas, tried new foods, like went to different places. And one of the places that we went to, if you are a Dallas native or if you moved here recently, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's called Highland Park Village. And let me tell y'all some, if you ain't familiar, let me give y'all the vibes of Highland Park Village. I was gonna say HPV, but you know, that is a virus. So we're just gonna call it Highland Park Village or HP for the rest of this episode. But when we went, it was like giving very much bouge. Okay, bougie, bougie. Bushketa, Bushketa. It was very, very bougie, okay? And we were like driving down the street because it's like not that far from me. I want to say maybe 20 minutes, but it's kind of like a straight path from where I am. So we're like driving and the closer we got to Highland Park Village, like you could see the vibes, okay? You could feel the vibes, you could see the vibes. Like I live in a really nice neighborhood, I would say, but the more we got close to Highland Park Village, the more it was giving baby, is you pushing P, is you pushing that P? Porsche, like it was giving very much that. So we get there and we parked in the parking lot, walked over and it's almost like, it's very much like an outdoor type of mall type of vibe. So they have all of the stores, right? And you can like walk around, you can go into a store, but it's not connected like a like a mall where you walk in the mall and all the stores are in the mall. It's like everything is outside and there's like uh, restaurants and there are just a bunch of different stores, but it's not, you know, like Sephora, Forever. 21 H&M it's Fendi it's Dior it's Chanel uh Cartier like stores like that like that's that's all they have I I thought you know I thought I was gonna find me a Sephora in there to go browse I I was very much mistaken very much mistaken so it was really cool because we got to walk around we went to like a bakery and picked up some cupcakes we just walked because when we got there we had a reservation for dinner at 5 30 and when we got there I think it was like four or four no I think it was four yeah because we had about an hour and a half and we're like yeah we'll walk around whatever so we did that for a little bit went into Le Labo sniffed some candles went to the bakery did all that stuff and then it was still a little bit early but I was like let's go to the restaurant and see if they can seat us early or see if we can if there's a bar we can sit at the bar so we went into the restaurant and I was in love the minute I walked in it was apparently the designer or the architect or whoever wanted to make it seem like a Parisian cafe I'm literally blanking on the name right now you guys but if I remember I will put it in the show notes for you guys if you're interested in in Dallas and want to go but it had like very cafe Parisian vibes like it felt like you walk like I've never been to Europe but like if I could imagine what it would be like to walk into a European cafe that I felt like was the vibe why is my laptop making noise I'm gonna put my like thing on do not disturb because baby we're recording a podcast right now like don't be don't be rude anywho so we walk in and then we were able to sit at the bar so we went to the bar and my mom doesn't really drink I'm also not a huge drinker like 
like that. Like I'll go out for drinks for a date or with friends or whatever, but I'm not like a huge drinker. So it was kind of fun for us both to like do something a little different. And we both got like, these fun cocktails and we sat there and just chatted with the bartender and some of the men that were at the bar as well. And then we sat down for dinner and it was just such a vibe. And I feel like, I don't know, like I grew up going to places like that for birthday celebrations or for big things like once a year. But the manager who came over, um, he actually was asking us, he was like, hey, are you guys celebrating something? Because he saw the box of cupcakes and he was like, oh, like, you know, is there like a special celebration? Like, are you doing a birthday thing or whatever? Celebrating life? Like, what's going on? And I was like, no, like, we're just here having lunch. And it's such a small thing. And I don't know, maybe this is kind of insignificant but to you guys but to me it was like really huge because like I said I grew up going to really nice restaurants like that once in a blue moon just for some sort of celebratory event and to be able to take my mom there for lunch on a random what was it it was like Friday I want to say like on a random day just to be able to take her there for lunch on a random day I felt so proud of myself and I also felt like you know those moments where you could see how far you've come and where you can really appreciate your journey really appreciate just the little things it was one of those moments for me and even like the point where she was looking at the menu and it was definitely I you know I posted on stories it was it was a bougie menu okay there was like nothing under 30 bucks on the menu which I mean again I'm used to like Cheesecake Factory and stuff like that so there's always something like super cheap on the menu but she was looking at the menu and I remember she wanted lobster this like lobster thing and it was a $50 dish and she was just like oh I really want this but like oh I shouldn't get it because it's so expensive and whatever and I was like no like get what you want like I'm treating you to this like literally get what you want like if you want two of those get two of those like you know so it was just such a a beautiful full circle moment and I just felt really proud of myself and really just inspired and I was telling my mom too I was like this is really inspiring to me because there are certain things in my life that I'm manifesting certain experiences certain you know joys I put it on Instagram the other day like one of my big things as I've mentioned many times is freedom freedom of my time freedom to be able to spend my money on what I want and not have to feel as if oh my god I I can't get this thing that I want because it's either this thing that I want or being able to pay my bills like I want to be able to have both right and that is such a simple but beautiful luxury and to be in a space where I was not only able to experience that and treat my mom to that but also be inspired by the people around me right like these were people that you know I don't know their lives but I'm sure for many of them like it was just a regular day they were just grabbing lunch like some people I saw like their kids there with them just grabbing lunch and this was such a beautiful beautiful space and a beautiful area and I could just feel the luxurious like literally extravagant and rich vibes and I was like this is where I belong like this is what I want my normal to be and I know everyone has a different you know definition of luxury and a different definition of rich or you know whatever it is like of what you're manifesting but for me a huge part of that is just the the luxurious and opulent vibes that I felt that day and I just felt very blessed and it was so it was just like one of those things where I felt 
very reassured that I was on the right path. And after um, we had lunch and we we're walking back to the car, I saw 444. And I've been seeing 444 a lot. I actually saw it twice this morning as I was walking into the gym. And I just feel like there are so many things on my path right now where I kind of don't know how, where I don't know, you know, what is going to happen or exactly what it will look like. But I've just been reassured many times that I'm on the right right path. So I just want to share that story with you guys. And hopefully, I don't know, it inspires you to look at maybe some small thing that's happened in your life recently where it was you know, maybe insignificant to other people, but to you, it was really beautiful and showed you how far you've come because those are the moments that really remind you to keep going, that really inspire you to keep going and show you that not all of it is done in vain. Like everything that you're doing, all the work that you're putting in, all of the things that you're manifesting are coming for you and all the work that you're putting in does matter. So just wanted to give you guys that and tell you a little bit about um, my time with my mom. So yeah, but today, we are chatting all about the divine masculine and feminine my loves and I feel like this is going to be a really beautiful conversation and one that hopefully it's um I don't know maybe you learn something new in this episode or at least it helps you with something that you may possibly be struggling with which we'll talk about in this episode so we're gonna dive into what is the divine masculine and feminine I'm also gonna dive into how we see it perceived and uh sort of interpreted on a collective scale and not just on an individual skill and then at the very end of the episode I'm gonna go through how we can balance the energy so if there is an imbalance with your masculine and feminine energy how that might affect you and how you can actually work to rebalance those energies in order to better manifest what you want and live a more much more cohesive and less chaotic life or less stressful life I should say so let's go ahead and dive into this episode grab your tea grab your water your tequila whatever you're drinking whatever Whatever you're snacking on uh if you're in the car girl put it in cruise mode okay put that thing in cruise mode and let's dive in to today's episode by first talking about what is the divine masculine and what is the divine feminine. So despite our sex or our gender identities, we are all mixed with both masculine and feminine energies. And when these energies are not in balance, we can experience conflict, we can experience chaos in our lives, or we just generally feel like unbalanced or unwell energetically. And I'll talk about like specific examples of what this looks like or feels like in a little bit. So the divine masculine energy shows up with a very protective and giving nature. It's direct, it's assertive, it takes action. And some of the traits that are associated with divine masculine include logic, reasoning, survival, strength, those sort of things that we associate typically with males or masculine in our collective society. But the divine feminine, on the other hand, is directed inward. So this has a receptive energy. This is all about being nurturing, being intuitive, being expressive, being wise, and altogether, 
where when we talk about these two energies and the balance between the two and how they show up for us individually, they work in tandem, right? So they work as complements to one another where the feminine allows us to trust our intuition, trust our higher selves, trust like those little nudges that we get. The masculine allows us to take the action that we need, but it comes from a place of faith because it's guided and complemented by the knowledge of the feminine. And when these energies are not balanced, we may experience the moments where we spend either too much time in maybe like the feminine side where we're sitting, we're going inward, we're not necessarily comfortable taking action, but we're just sitting and really thinking about how we can take action, but not actually doing it. Or on the opposite end, we may take action or too much action, but from a place of pushing and not necessarily trusting or leaning into faith and flow. As a society, we've definitely simplified the understanding of divine masculine and feminine energy to the point where it's often misunderstood that only men possess masculine energy and only women can possess feminine energy. And in a lot of ways, we've also placed masculine energy on a pedestal where assertiveness, strength, all of those things like logic are rewarded, whereas intuition, inner knowings, being vulnerable, being receptive are seen as things that we don't necessarily want people to have. Like they're almost like traits that are looked down upon. So for example, like y'all know when someone will be like, oh, like I got a hunch, like I knew I wasn't supposed to go there or like I just knew I felt it in my gut, whatever. I feel like sometimes people will like look at you side eye when you say stuff like that. Like they're looking for actual, you know, quote unquote logical proof. They're looking for a physical reason, something that they can say, they can write down on paper like this is how you knew this was going to happen or this is how you knew you weren't supposed to go there or that you knew you were supposed to go there. Whereas just the the knowing, the inner knowing, the intuition, the, the gut led feelings aren't enough for a lot of people. They aren't enough for society. We're looking for this hardcore proof. And again, that leans more on the side of the masculine energy. If at any point in time you experience imbalance, again, it can be because you're leaning into either one of these energies way too much and not really allowing them to complement each other, to balance one another out and to sort of lean off of each other. Instead, you could be leaning into one of them way too much and essentially getting really frustrated when you're not manifesting the reality that you prefer because you're really trying to rely on either just the masculine or just the feminine when in order to create the reality that you prefer, you kind of need to have both of them complementing each other and balancing out each other really well. There are also a lot of examples where women who rise to leadership positions in companies are taught to dominate, to crush, to push, and to lead like a man, or else they lessen the chances that they'll be accepted or respected or even listened to by their teams. While on the other hand, men are taught that they shouldn't really cry, that they need to be strong and dominant and never really possess feminine traits because that makes them less of a man. These are behaviors and things that we are socialized and taught as children. So this is something we grow up learning and by the time we're adults like we have literally internalized it and learned it to the point where we don't question it like we don't question what is masculine behavior what is feminine behavior and we don't question the idea that only men possess masculine and only women possess feminine and that they shouldn't be blending and mixing and intermingling and having any sort of balance in sociology when we talk about sex we're talking about the biological traits that we've used to assign to the labels of man and woman whereas gender is more fluid and refers to the concepts that we've created to assign meaning to 
sex and how different sexes should act or portray themselves or show up in society to be accepted as normal. And because gender is a social construct, gender norms are typically replayed back to us, mirrored back to us in every single interaction that we have in our reality. In Western societies, white, able-bodied, cisgendered, heterosexual men have traditionally held the majority of power and served as the blueprint for how masculine energy shows up. This is mirrored to us in the media where if you watch like any movie or if you like literally are watching anything on TV, you'll often see that the white male is typically seen as a hero or the traditional picture of masculinity. And on the other end, femininity is often described through a patriarchal lens and seen as inferior to masculinity instead of being seen as its equal. So similar to the idealized version of masculinity in the West, white, able-bodied, cisgendered, heterosexual women are often seen as the picture of traditional femininity. I'd also like to add that race, identifying as transgender or intersex, play a huge role in the perception of masculine and feminine energies. I'm not going to dive into those aspects today, but it's worth it to note that as with everything in our constructed reality, these additional expressions of your identity add important layers to the complexity of the bigger picture. They're worth exploring, they're worth researching, but we are not diving into them for the sake of today's episode. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2 and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. So as we talked about earlier, leaning too much into your feminine can cause you to sit inward for too long to not necessarily take the action that you need to, to stay in a place of basically just like indecisiveness and not knowing where to go. Whereas leaning too much into your masculine may result in you taking too much action from a forceful place, not necessarily one that is guided or intuitively led or faith-based. And for anyone that notices that they're leaning too much into their masculine or their feminine, I'm going to dive into three different ways that you can help balance your masculine energy and also your feminine energy. So let's talk about the feminine energy first. So this is for anyone who notices that they're leaning too much into their feminine energy and struggling to take action. These are three different ways that you can help to awaken and balance your masculine energy. So the first one is to challenge yourself to take one small risk every single day. Now, when I say one small risk, I feel like when we hear the word risk, we're thinking like you got to do the most, you got to be like jumping off cliffs and stuff like that literally emphasis on the small when it comes to this risk okay this doesn't have to be something that is going to be absolutely the boldest thing that you've ever done life-changing like oh my god like it's gonna do all the things for you this is just something that's really gonna get you into the habit of learning how to take action and understanding that taking risks is something that is going to help to change your life in a better way over time and that risks aren't always like really hard to take or really scary to 
take. So that's why we're starting small. So this can be as simple as sending like a risky text to your crush. Like y'all know the vibes. Like if you got, you you know, is some of you out here, okay, some of you out here that want to send a text that want to take that move or to make that move or to take that action, but you're really nervous about what the outcome will be. That could be your risky, your, your risky move for the day, your one small risk. Or it could be as simple as maybe sending an email to your boss asking for that raise. Like just doing something where there's an action that you feel like a little bit uncomfortable taking, but you also know that the reward on the other end can be really good for your life. And it can be something that can change your life or your day for the better. So start with something small and take one small risk every day. If that still feels like too much, maybe you can start with doing one small risk every other day. Just again, basically getting you into the habit of taking risks and taking actions on a daily basis. So my next tip to help to awaken some of that masculine energy is to take note of what your intuitive nudges are guiding you to do. But instead of sitting with it and overanalyzing it for way too long or maybe journaling on it for like weeks or months or whatever, set one small action that you can take and then set a time frame in which you will take it and promise yourself that you're going to do that. It's a beautiful practice to journal, to sit with your thoughts, to allow yourself to receive downloads. And if you are receiving downloads, you're definitely in that very feminine space and you're definitely very open and receptive. However, the nudges, the intuitive callings, the downloads, like all of that stuff doesn't really do anything if you're not taking action on it, if you're not applying it to your life, if you're not actually doing something with the information, right? It's like you're receiving all of this gold, like literally gold nuggets. But if you're not putting it to use, if you're not taking action, if you're not setting goals that have to do with these specific intuitive nudges and downloads that you're receiving, then you are basically letting them go to waste. You're not really allowing yourself to make good use of them. So for example, if you are being guided to start a business, like you're seeing all the signs, like your friends are talking about businesses, you're walking into places and like you're seeing signs that say new business or whatever the case is, like whatever signs that you're seeing, whatever guidance that you're getting, the nudges that you're getting to start a particular business, instead of journaling about it, sitting inward, planning, thinking about, you know, your business name and the colors and doing all of these things in like a private space, take a small action that's a little bit more public. So this can literally be as simple as being like, okay, if I'm starting this business, one of the things that I need to do is, or that I want to do is start a business Instagram. So I am setting a goal for myself to start this business Instagram by the end of the week and then start the business Instagram. And maybe your next goal after that can be something like, I'm going to share my business Instagram with three friends so that they can follow it, or three family members so that they can follow it. This this is kind of similar to the risky one, but this one we're really trying to mix the action taking with some of the intuitive guidance that you have received and allowing ourselves to realize that it's okay to set action based on the intuitive nudges that we're receiving and to take action on those actions that we have set or to take actions on those goals that we have set that are based on, again, our intuitive nudges and our intuitive downloads. The third way that you can awaken some of that masculine energy energy within yourself is to revisit your boundaries or if you don't have any really concrete boundaries to set some boundaries 
diving back into how we're socialized to see masculine and feminine energies when we think about men and when we think about sort of like that masculine or maybe even that alpha behavior you think about someone who stands firm in who they are someone who stands firm in what they want and they're very clear they're very direct and they basically you know they don't take no for an answer like they they know what they want and they gonna get it right and this is essentially the same sort of energy that we are bringing to the boundary setting process we are making it very clear the boundaries that we're setting with ourselves very clear the boundaries that we're setting with others and we are not really leaving any room or space for anyone even ourselves to disrespect these boundaries to cross these boundaries or else we are going to have a very uh, serious conversation about it so it's literally that same energy and vibe set your boundaries and observe your boundaries and this is definitely a form of being assertive a form of being strong of being disciplined of knowing your worth knowing what you want to do knowing where your boundaries are and allowing yourself to practice holding yourself accountable to those boundaries now these can be boundaries that you are setting with other people that you want to make sure that you are making sure those other people follow and respect for you or they can also be boundaries that you are setting for yourself and allowing yourself to be disciplined and following so again boundaries is such a simple thing a simple like form of self-love self-discipline all that good stuff commitment dedication but it's definitely a good way to allow yourself to again really focus in on those masculine energies that have to do with like logic and discipline and strength and all that good stuff and a really easy way to awaken some of that masculine energy now we're going to dive into some of the ways that we can help balance out the feminine energies for some people that are noticing that they're taking way too much masculine energy type actions and they want to awaken some of that feminine energy the first one is to make space and time to be quiet and to listen to your gut so if you're someone that traditionally looks at logic and looks at rules as a way of life allow yourself to get quiet and to explore the inner messages that you're receiving this can be really hard to do i think especially when you're used to logically thinking like you're always trying to formulate a plan you're always trying to think of your next step you're always trying to plan and this is something that i personally struggle with i think sometimes i have a tendency of like getting into the masculine energy side of myself a little little bit too much and trying to forcefully make things come to fruition but if this is you allow yourself to get quiet allow yourself to sit with your thoughts and allow yourself to really be open to receiving the messages that you need to receive and whenever you do receive a message or a nudge don't like try to follow it with a logical line of thinking because a lot of times when you receive a message or a download there are going to be messages that you receive that don't necessarily have a logical like linear you know line of thinking or reasoning behind them they're just messages that exist that are basically coming through to you because you need to have faith and follow the nudges listen to them allow them to just be and sometimes when we get those messages again we may want to go into the okay how is this happening why is this happening when is this happening how can i make this happen like all of those logical forms of thinking sit with the messages see what you receive get into maybe a journaling practice and allowing yourself to like write these down or just allow yourself to get into a space where you are listening and receiving the messages without judging them harshly when they come through. 
The second one for awakening some of that feminine energy is to learn to rest when you feel tired. Again, uh, I am very guilty of not doing this. Like, I'll just want to go, 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 like push, push, push. A lot of that action is often coming from a place of not necessarily having faith in the flow or having faith in the fact that things will work out. And it comes from a place of feeling like you need to have control and you need to do everything in order for things to work out for you you but the thing about rest is that we need to rest like we can't always keep going and we can't always keep pushing and if we do we're gonna burn out we're gonna get tired and things aren't gonna come to us in a very flowing way because we are not even creating the space for it to flow in like we're always sort of blocking it off by pushing so much so learn to rest and learn to sit in that divine feminine and know that what will be will be and what isn't what doesn't happen what doesn't work out doesn't work out because it's not for you and if it's really for you it will come back and it will come back at the better more perfect time for you embrace that knowledge and know that if you were resting like if you were literally you know sitting in a place where you're just enjoying your space and your time and being that there's nothing wrong with that and that's still a beautiful thing that you can do while also calling in your manifestations and the last one that I have for embracing your feminine energy is to allow yourself to receive without feeling like you need to do it all yourself another one that I struggle with you guys are you do you guys see what side I clearly lean on <laughs> when it comes to masculine and feminine energy but this is a huge huge thing and I think a huge part of awakening your feminine energy is also allowing yourself to heal any hyper independent behavior that you may subscribe to think for me growing up as an only child hyper independent behavior was sort of my norm like I just did a lot of stuff myself and I had to rely on myself for a lot of different things so I grew up as an adult sort of feeling like if I want something done properly, if I want something done on time, I need to do it myself. I can't trust other people to do as good of a job as me, to get it done the right way, to X, Y, Z, so might as well just do it myself, right? But this really is not allowing yourself to be open to receiving and, and allowing yourself to be open to receiving help from other people. You're also allowing yourself to be open to receiving blessings and opportunities that you may not be able to get all by yourself. I remember the other day I think I mentioned this in another episode but I went with a friend to a hotel for like a staycation and one of the things that happened was that the bellhop was like asking me if I needed help with my bags I think I came in I had like my shoulder bag my tote bag and I also had a duffel bag with my stuff and he was like hey like do you need help carrying that up the stairs or whatever and literally not even the stairs like the elevator like we're taking the elevator but he literally he was like do you need help carrying your bag and so in my head I was like no like I got it like I said no to him he asked me again um I said no and the second time when he asked me he was like you know I know you're strong but like you know I'm here to help like this is my job like just to just let me know whatever and I think him saying that clicked for me because I think subconsciously sometimes we don't ask for help because we have this desire to prove that we are strong and we have a desire to prove it not just to ourselves but to other people around us but you know we don't have to prove that if you know you're strong if you are firm in that belief then you don't need to prove that to anyone else and when he said that it sort of clicked for me and I was like why am I with this bag doing all of this when he can help me and it wasn't necessarily that I was struggling or that I you know needed help but it was sort of like he's here 
he's offering to help. I can make my life easier. I don't need to pay him. This isn't any sort of like he's just here to help and he's happy to help and he's offering and I can just take the help and not necessarily have to carry two bags upstairs when there's someone here who can carry one of them for me. And again, it just clicked in that moment. And I think there are a lot of moments like this where if you are struggling when it comes to hyper independence, if you're struggling when it comes to asking for help or even accepting help, this is a part where you need to be open. Again, how do you expect your blessings to flow into your life if you can't even be open and receptive to receiving help from other people? So allow it to come in. Uh, no one is trying to offer you help because they believe that you can't do it. I mean, some actually maybe some people are, but you know, whatever, take the help still. <laughs> so, so just be open and be receptive to that help. Okay, my loves, that is it. That is our chat on the divine feminine and the divine masculine. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope it helped you to learn a little bit more about the divine masculine and feminine. And if you are personally feeling unbalanced when it comes to either one of these energies, hopefully some of the tips that I shared in this episode are helpful for you when it comes to getting to a place where you feel a lot more balanced with how you are showing up in the masculine and feminine ways in your life. Really hope you guys enjoyed this one come let me know on Instagram as usual and uh yeah my love says it's also if you enjoyed this episode I would really appreciate it if you left a review for the episode if you didn't enjoy it maybe don't leave a review <laughs> but I think if you got to the end of this episode you probably enjoyed it and I want to thank you again so much for being here I appreciate you so 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 much and I will chat with you guys in the very next episode bye my loves What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali